This radio show is a paid placement. It's time for Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Your retirement coaches at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Alan and Troy's team helps with the X's and O's of your financial plan, helping to make sure you have the winning playbook before the clock runs out on your working years. So let's drop the puck, break the huddle, and tip things off. This is Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Hey there, welcome to Retirement 360. We like to spend a little time talking about retirement financial, and to do so, I have two financial advisors with you, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Look, if you're new to the show, welcome. Stick around. We'll make it worth your time. Uh, If you've heard the show before, welcome back. You know uh, we're going to have some good stuff coming over the next uh, hour. But before we get into all the business stuff, welcome back. Troy, Alan, how you doing? Good, thanks. We are fantastic today so things are starting to wind down a little bit from the summer activity and we're getting towards the end of august and starting to get a little cooler not 100 degrees outside it's getting a little bit cooler in the morning i noticed that yeah i I like the sound of that i also like that football's back and uh you know we're kind of getting to the real season because preseason it's like kissing your sister it doesn't count Uh, (laughs) and then i'm also as you know we're in tangentially the media uh i enjoy this time when with all the local elections and the crazy ads that you hear on radio and tv because it always escalates like so-and-so cheats on his taxes well so-and-so cheats on his wife well so-and-so eats babies so i i kind of uh appreciate the hyper negative election season ads that we're about to get for the next month or so oh man it's just once you get into that though it seems like every other spot on tv is is uh something campaign ad it's a campaign ad for one one side or the other so it gets i'm uh always glad to see it come to an end too so right right all right now let's do talk about some money issues i want to talk about social security because this is the time of year when we get the cost of living adjustment estimates now this isn't the official number but the senior citizens (laughs) league we talked about it last year they are predicting a 9.6 percent increase in social security payments next year uh, now, we don't want to assume that will be the increase next year, but they've been pretty close to correct. Yeah, and I think that even though we're starting to see inflation cool off a little bit, uh, we I mean, retirees could actually see a close to a 10% increase in their retirement checks from Social Security. Now, the challenge usually is, is that Medicare premiums usually go up about the same percentage or or pretty close to the same percentage that that the cost of living adjustment goes up but that's not to say that it's not welcome i mean with uh the higher prices and everything i'm sure anybody getting a social security check is going to look forward to any kind of an increase that they get and hopefully they can you know adjust some of their medicare stuff so it's not going to cost them as much so well, how much do we need to be counting on this Social Security income anyway? I'm kind of in the business of whatever I get, that's cool, but I'm not going to expect big raises to come throughout my Social Security career. Is that, is that pretty reasonable, Troy? Well, looking at Social Security, historically, we've been able to look at really the three, three-legged stool. You got the Social Security income, you got your pension, and you got your own personal savings to create your retirement income. Most of us out here don't have the pension anymore. So you really have your own savings and social security. So social security is one of the only guaranteed sources of income that most of us have. So it is a very vital point of our retirement planning. Yeah. And I think the main thing, when you start looking at social security, a lot of times, especially in the planning that we're, we put together for our clients, it's one of the only sources that gets an annual increase in cost of living. So you're getting a a bump up for social security. So if you've got a pension out there, I'd say probably nine out of 10 pensions don't provide any cost of living adjustment to it. So if you're, you know, slated to get $2,000 a month or $3,000 a month from your pension or maybe a thousand or whatever, that's probably it. It's not going to go up from there. A lot of times when you're making a decision on your pension, it can actually go down a little bit because if you include your spouse for a spousal option or something like that, you may actually take a little bit of a cut to include your spouse. So 
uh, as Troy said, I mean, what you're looking for in retirement, and in our opinion, is you want to have multiple sources of income. And if they can be guaranteed sources of income, all the better. I mean, Social Security is going to come in. We know it's coming in every month. It's going to, you know, adjust with inflation a little bit. So we'll get some kind of a bump on that, even though it might get taken away somewhere else. We're still going to get, you know, uh, some increase. If you got a pension, that's great. If you don't have a pension, then it's uh, really up to us to, to how to create that extra source of income. And, and a lot of companies or a lot of people are doing that through some type of an annuity or something like that nowadays. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about the people who are so skeptical about Social Security that they think it's going to go away. Now, I don't see why that would be necessarily a problem with your financial plan if you have you know the assets in the plan set up that Social Security is not going to be there. Then when you do get Social Security or if you get Social Security, then it's a little bit of a bonus. But is, is there any downfall to being fatalistic about the whole program of Social Security? Well, I mean, I think that the when you start looking at Social Security, it, you know, talking in 2022, which is where we're at right now, for people that are getting ready to retire within the next five years, maybe even the next 10 years, or have been retired for a few years, you know, I don't see a lot changing with Social Security. You're going to get your Social Security payments. You might actually see some kind of a an adjustment to where instead of being 67, being your full retirement age, it might go up to 68 or 69 or maybe even 70. So we could see that probably over the next 10 years. But I think that Social Security is, is going to be there in some capacity. You know, for the younger generation, for Troy's generation, he's, you know, close to 40 years old. Maybe it starts to change then. Maybe it starts to get out of whack a little bit. Maybe it's more like full Social Security is age 72 when you start taking your required minimum distributions or something like that. So that's where I think that the younger folks that are listening to the show today, I mean, you guys really need to do some planning to make sure you have sources of income that are going to be consistent, be reliable, be sustainable, and you're going to have that income coming in. Again, for the folks that are retired now or getting ready to retire, I think you can count on Social Security always being there. And we've talked about it before. I mean, this is a, it's the ultimate political football. You No politician out there is going to come out Right, to get rid of of Social Security because that's political suicide there. But well, like Alan said, it has been changing. I mean, the first full retirement age was sixty-five. Yeah, so I mean, mine's already changed. My full retirement age now is sixty-seven. So to get my full benefit that I was promised at sixty-five, it's I already got to work two Mm -hmm. more years to get there. So they've been changing Social Security rules for the past. 10, 15 years. So they're going to continue to change these rules. And like Alan said, I will probably have to wait until 70, 72 to get my full retirement benefit. And that's really just so they can extend this um, social security trust fund to make sure that money lasts as long as possible. And I mean, we've been talking about this for for quite a while, folks, that if you're unsure about where where your income is and and what kind of income you're going to have when you go into retirement, that's one of the things that we've kind of hopefully are taking off the table for you because what we're offering today is to provide you with our retirement income gap analysis. And this gap analysis or this income gap analysis will allow you to see what you have coming in or what you think you're going to have coming in. We can do some calculations off of this form to determine what you're going to need on a monthly basis. And let's just say, for for instance, you need $7,000 a month and we calculate that you've got of guaranteed income coming in. Well, you know, you got a $2,000 gap. So how do you fill that gap? Well, the money that you've saved in your 401k, your 403b, or your other retirement plans, that's going to have to be used or some of that's going to have to be used to create that guaranteed income or that sustainable source of income. So to get this income gap analysis that Alan's talking about, text the word income to 502-576-4800 and we'll send it out to you as soon as possible. The second step in, in that process is upload it to the secure link that you receive from us, and we'll receive that here in office and schedule a 45-minute discovery visit with you and one of our advisors to really get you on the process of setting up your Retirement 360 scorecard and make sure your retirement plan is in on track. Yeah, so again, text that word INCOME to 502-576-4800. And we'll, you'll get a, a return text and tell you how to get that form as soon as we can send it out to you. 
Hey, the next thing I want to talk about in the news here, this isn't fun either, but uh, some of these bills that are passing, you know, they talk about how they paid for it and all. And usually what they mean is there's been some little tax somewhere that's gone up and some of these are going to affect the guy listening to us right now. When they talk about all this, they're just going to tax the rich. Well, that's rarely how it works in the real world. And it looks like taxes are going to go up somewhere. Little things are getting ticked up as we speak. Yeah, and I think that the main thing to realize right out of the gate is that taxes are going to definitely go up in three years if nothing's done in in Congress or in, in the you know political world at this point because the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 is set to expire in 2025. So we know we're going to automatically go back to that former tax bracket system. So we know the taxes are going to go up. It's a certainty unless for again, individual taxpayers. Yeah. For individual taxpayers. So if anybody, if, if nothing is done, that's going to happen. So but, we already know based on that, that we're getting a two to 3% increase in every tax bracket. Yep. So right now, if you look at it, you got two factors really on your side. You got markets are volatile. So markets are a lot lower than they've been over the past couple of years. And then you have taxes are lower than they've been in a while. So we have basically that three year. Well, we got it until the market recovers. Yeah. But to take advantage of a lot of the tax planning and maybe Roth conversions that we can help clients do, um, try to take advantage of where we're at right now in the market and where we're at in tax brackets. I mean, that's a good point because James, we're always talking with clients then and uh, talking to our clients and then, you know, folks that are coming in from the radio show or from one of our events. And one of the questions is they're asking, uh, or at least have been asking all year this year is, well, I guess there's nothing really to do. So I guess we just have to stay put in our investments. Well, we've looked at it really as more of an opportunity. So now we can really start to move some of that money over to the tax-free side by doing some of these conversions that Troy's talking about and and really set that up to where you're minimizing that tax. But uh, so that's, I think those are the first couple of things. And we'll talk about it in the beginning of the next segment, but every type of account you have is going to be taxed a little bit differently. So let's go into the next section talking about that. But again, folks, to get you kind of started on this process, we've really honed in on this income plan and making sure that you have a, a solid idea of where your income is going into your retirement years. So one of the things we're going to ask you to do, if you're concerned about that, is Text the word income to 502-576-4800. We're going to send you a form that's going to help you determine what your income gap is or if you have an income surplus. That's great. So it's going to help you know what your income going into retirement is. And then what step number two on that is to you'll upload that to our secure server and then we'll set up a 45-minute review with one of our advisors to really show you what your plan looks like going forward. So again, text the word income to 502-576-4800. We'll get that right out to you. All right, that's Alan Mercurio along with Troy Bolton from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. I'm James Parker and you're listening to Retirement 360. When you crash your car, you get it fixed. When your computer crashes, you get a new one. But what will you do if you're saving for your 401k and the market crashes? Hey, it's Tony Vanetti for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you're in your 30s or 40s, you'll be just fine. But if you're in or near retirement, you could be in trouble. Lowell's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton at Mercurio Wealth Advisors are here to help. They'll create a retirement 360-degree game plan to see if you're taking too much risk. Don't let the market control you and your retirement dreams. Call 502-383-5800 today to schedule your visit with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. That's 383-5800. Crashes happen. Are you ready? Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. For your copy of the one-page income gap analysis, text the word INCOME to 502-576-4800 or text RETIRE to set up a visit to get the Retirement 360 scorecard, 502-576-4800. Welcome back. This is Retirement 360. I have Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. We're, of course, talking about money. You can probably tell by the name of the show, but also they're financial advisors, so we'd be 
crazy to not ask them about their uh, financial advice when it comes to things like inflation, Social Security. We're talking about taxes now, and we still have what little minor tax changes that are being made through legislation this year. I still see that the uh, sunset on the Tax Cut and Jobs Act of 2017 is still slated for the end of 2025. So what? We're just three years away about from uh, an automatic tax increase if nothing changes how on earth are we supposed to keep up with how all of these different income sources are taxed well i think that the just general education number one is to, to understand that your income is going to be taxed typically in two different ways it's either going to be taxed as regular income so it's going to fall under your regular tax brackets or it could fall into the uh, capital gains side of that where you're going to be taxed at a little bit lower rate on capital gains rates so knowing how this income is taxed is the is a big part of that. And I think one of the confusing parts about all this, when you start to retire, and we get this question all the time is, you know, if I take $10,000 out of my 401k, how, how much is that going to cost me in taxes? Well, it depends. I can't say, yeah, it's going to automatically cost you 10% or 20% or whatever. It depends on where you are. How much other income do you have? How much in income are you claiming? Are you just living on Social Security? If all you're getting is your Social Security and you take 10000 out, that's going to be a lot different question or answer than if you're getting you know, a pension and Social Security and you take $10,000 out. So, that, so it really just depends on where you are. But the first thing to really realize is that if you've got a retirement plan, a traditional 401k or 403b or an IRA, that's going to be taxed as regular income. So you're going to take that out and it's going to, it's just going to look like you uh, got a paycheck for that amount, whatever that money is. Now, the difference is when you got your paycheck, somebody was taking that tax mm -hmm. out for you and submitting it to the government, going through all the channels and everything. And you were getting a form at the end of the year. Now you still have the option to do that. In most cases you can, you know, tell your advisor, you know, if you're one of our clients, you call in and we say, yeah, you know, we're going to withhold however much, 10%, 15%, whatever. And it's going to be sent off for you. Or you can choose to get the full payment and then pay it at the end of the year, which in that case, you might have some penalties to go along with that and, and so on. So, so one of the confusing parts about taxes in retirement is how different income affects everything. You take a certain amount out of your pre-tax IRA accounts, that's going to affect your social security income, which in turn could affect your Medicare premiums. So everything kind of has a domino effect. So it's not just FICA taking their money out and all these little tax hits that you're taking when you're working. It's how every piece of income affects one another. And that's why income planning and tax planning is so important to just know as much as you possibly can. Of course, advisors like us have software that allows us to be able to do this and to calculate all this. So we can kind of show you exactly what your income liability is going to be in retirement and try to save you as much money right now as possible. Yeah. And, and you know, one of the other questions that we get a lot of times, James, is, you know, is my Social Security taxed? Well, again, that depends on other income sources. But if you're a, a, an average couple out there and let's say that you're getting you know, $3,000 a month in total social security between you and your spouse. And that's all the income that you're taking out. You're probably not going to pay any tax on that because that's that your social security is not going to be taxable unless you go over a certain threshold with other income. But now if you start adding additional income in there, you could be taxed. And I'll give you a good example of how this can hurt you. So I think you were, we were just talking about this last week or two weeks ago that you had a client that said that they're getting their social security now. They're not paying any taxes, but as soon as they turn age 72 and their required minimum distributions kick in, they were going to have a, yeah, it was one of my current clients and they are, they're actually not taking social security yet. Oh, okay. um, they just turned 62, but they're both retired and they have pensions and stuff like that, but they have a significant amount in their savings and it's all pre-tax money. So it's money they've never paid taxes on. They don't need that money right now. So they're looking at like, we'll just let it grow for the next 10 years. But when I ran the numbers and showed them, if we just average a small rate of return over the next 10 years, that million dollars be two and a half million dollars and you're going to owe taxes on all of that money. So we're starting the process of creating them a Roth conversion plan to try to get as much of that money tax free as possible because they don't need it when they retire or when they um, reach for 
retirement, well, RMD age, which is 72. So they're going to have to take out unnecessary money and pay taxes that they don't need to pay. So let's try to do it right now while they're on sale. Yeah. And I think that's the key is that a lot of, a lot of us feel like taxes are going to go up. So even in the 2025 beyond that, where we know there's an automatic increase, we feel like the taxes are probably going to go up, uh, you know, higher than that. So, you know, if you're in that situation, folks, and you're, you're sitting there talking with your advisor and they're not saying, they're saying, well, you don't need the money, just let it sit in your IRA. There's some strategic planning that you want to think about there, because again, at age 72, when you're required to take that money out, that's going to change the ball game. It could really impact your um, Medicare payments that you're making every month because you're taking this extra money out. Yeah, you're going to jump into a higher tax bracket more than likely. So a lot of things could kind of snowball on top of that. So you want to at least do some discovery on that and find out you know exactly what's best for you. Well, I'm in a situation where I I am liking how so much of my life has become automated. I just moved at the beginning of the year, and I'm in the first situation where every single one of my monthly bills has been automated. And when y'all, that, and that's what I thought of when you said uh, for people who go through Mercurial Wealth Advisors and they get all this set up and the plan set up that y'all can do automatic withholding. Why doesn't everybody do that? Do most people do that? Even I have no idea. I, I don't know about everybody. Uh, other advisory firms, uh, I know we've done it for years that we've helped people, you know, help them determine what they need to withhold by looking at their tax returns and, and trying to, you know, determine other sources of income. That doesn't mean that we're always a hundred percent right because, you know, something may happen that they don't tell us about them, you know, taking an extra withdrawal out of another account that maybe we don't control or we're not working on. Sure. Uh, so, so, but for the most part, what we can do is we can set them up, especially if they're on a systematic withdrawal, that every month or, you know, a, a, you know, chunks coming out, going to the IRS. And then at the end of the year, they get a, a form from, you know, their custodian, whether it's Fidelity or TD Ameritrade or Charles Schwab or whoever, they get the, the form that says, you know, this is how much was, has been withheld for you. So, you know, just put that on your tax return and you go on. Yeah. I would say probably about 90, 95% of our clients are, they've been employees. They're not business owners. So when you think about it, they've, work their 40, 50 hours a week. They've earned their paycheck taxes. They're already withheld. We want to keep things as easy and as normal as possible. So when they receive their paycheck from their accounts with us, we want to go ahead and withdraw that. And at the end of the year, they get 1099, just like a W-2 that breaks everything down for them. If we need to readjust the numbers, we make it easier and just readjust them the following year. Yeah. There's nothing more unsettling that, than meeting with your tax person and, and, February and having having them say, "Hey, you owe an extra three thousand dollars." No, because the like tax that. person doesn't get blamed. The advisor, does. <laughs> right? So, well, also when you're in business for yourself, I know a lot of people, depending on how their business is structured, they get hit with a pretty big tax bill quarterly. Is that something that happens in retirement, or is this just an annual thing? It can be. So, the general rule for and, and I'm not. I'll, I'll qualify this by saying I'm not a tax professional, so I'm not you know, giving you advice here, but the way I understand it folks is that the general rule is, is you've got to pay in 90 or a hundred percent of what you paid in last year or 90% of what you owe this year to avoid penalty on your income taxes. So let's say at the beginning of the year, it's, you know, maybe it's March, April, May, something like that. You're past tax season and you decide to take a $10,000 withdrawal out of your 401k account or out of your, one of your IRA accounts. And you say, well, yeah, I'm not going to worry about you withholding that tax. I'll just make it up as I go. And then throughout the year, maybe take another withdrawal out and you don't have them withhold or whatever. Well, at the end of the year, the way Uncle Sam looks at it, it's this is, you know, the income tax system is a pay as you go system. So if you don't pay in enough, they will penalize you. So, so it may be required that you come in, you know, in that second or third quarter, James, and you have to make an estimated payment to the IRS to keep yourself in good graces with them so you, that you don't get penalized. Otherwise, when your tax professional fills out your forms in February or March, they're going to look back and say, well, you didn't pay enough in throughout the year, so you're going to have a penalty on this amount. So that's why you have to see, you know, businesses paying quarterly taxes. You say, you know, some individual retirees that don't have the money withheld, they'll have to pay quarterly taxes. And, you know, it's not that big a deal to do it. But like Troy said, if you're not used to doing that, it becomes a real pain to make sure that you're writing a check for $3,000 every quarter or something like that and, and sending it to the IRS. It really just 
Our job is to make your life easier in retirement, <laughs> easier, not, not make you work harder. Right. Yeah, and, and I'm all about the automation kick because I'm getting so used to it when things are not automated. That's when it falls through the cracks so easily because if you forget to make a phone call or fill out some form online or send in some piece of paperwork and you don't think of it again for months and months, big consequences pop up, and I, I'm not very good at that. I'm, I'm a pretty unorganized person. Well, James, we've talked about our Retirement 360 scorecard process, and we're going to try to break this down a little bit easier for you in two easy steps. So we developed a one pager that's an income gap analysis that really breaks down if you need additional income in retirement. So what this page will do is it'll list out all your expenses and all your guaranteed sources of income. If that number comes back negative, it shows us that you need to create income from the money that you've saved. So this is the first step in our process. And if you text the word income to 502-576-4800, we'll get that right out to you. Then the next step, once you get that completed, upload it to the secure link that'll come directly to us. Then John will actually follow up with you and schedule a 45-minute discovery visit with one of our advisors. Again, step one, text income to 502-576-4800. We'll get that form out to you. You upload the analysis to our secure link and we'll follow up with you and schedule a 45-minute discovery review. All right, that's Troy Bolton. You also hear Alan Mercurio. They are financial advisors with Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Uh, we're going to continue talking about money, retirement, investing, all things financial coming up on Retirement 360. Do you know how inflation could affect your retirement savings? Text RETIRE to set up a visit to get the Retirement 360 Scorecard, 502-576-4800. Hey there, welcome back. This is Retirement 360. I have Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. They are financial advisors at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you want to find them, the website is super easy to remember. Louisville's Retirement Coach.com. Louisville's Retirement Coach.com. And look, we, we're going to talk about your financial health here. Everyone understands what it means to be physically healthy. You know, you got to eat right, drink water, exercise, all that good stuff. But to be financially healthy is a different story. And one of the reasons I want to ask Alan and Troy about this is uh, I saw a poll here from a group called Personal Capital. They say Americans think that they need to be earning $122,000 to feel financially healthy. But that's actually double the national average for earnings. Is that realistic? Do you really need that much money in order to be financially healthy, Alan? Yeah. You know, first of all, I don't think that you have to have a certain amount of money on a monthly or annual basis to be considered financially fit. Because if you make $122,000 a year and you spend $122,000 a year, you're not going to be financially fit. I mean, it's going to, you're going to end up behind the eight ball at some point because something's going to happen. So I think it's, it's more dependent on getting your financial house in order as far as your spending goes. How much is going out? What's your income versus your outflow? You know, we've worked with people that have made half that amount of money and and saved a lot of money because they didn't spend tons of it elsewhere. So, uh, and then on the other side of that, we've worked with people that make two or three times that much each year and spend every dime of it <laughs> and they're not financially fit either. So it really comes down to putting together a plan that helps you understand where the money's going. And that's why we focus so much on this income gap analysis every time. And we've talked about this before, but every time somebody comes in, one of the things that we'll talk about is, you know, how much are you spending on a monthly basis? And inevitably they'll throw out a number, maybe it's $2,000 a month, maybe it's $5,000 a month or some number, random number. And when we give them the in income analysis sheet and they go through what they're actually, their expense side of that sheet, they always come back and say, wow, I didn't realize I was spending that much. And it's usually somewhere around double the amount that they thought mm -hmm. they were spending because they didn't figure in the the taxes that they pay in the fall of the year or the insurance premiums they pay for the, the homeowner's insurance and the car insurance or, you know, some of those things that, that are not there every month. And the, those bigger things do add up and they pile on to your, your overall expenses. So we try to really focus on what's the outflow and then we go back and we look at what they've saved and where everything's at well whenever we start to approach this conversation with people you can see people kind of set back in their chair a little bit and they're like oh this guy's going to try to tell me to get on a budget 
And it's not really wanting to get on a budget. It's just knowing what it takes to maintain your lifestyle, to live the lifestyle that you want. So if we can do that and compare it to inflation, make sure we can make your income last throughout retirement. That's just going to build you a successful retirement plan. Well, when it comes to getting help with the, this retirement planning issue and making sure that income keeps coming after you're working, why do people put it off so bad? Is it the specter of being put on a budget, which is kind of like being put on a diet? Is that it? I think it's kind of like going to a doctor. People don't want to hear maybe what they need to hear. Need to hear. So, I mean, me, I've had back problems for years. I had an injury when I was young in high school and I refuse for the longest time to go to the doctor because I'm, they're going to give me surgery. They're going to make me have to do all this stuff. But then I just, I went because heck I'm older. My kids are very young. So if I keep going that route, I'm not going to be able to walk by the time I'm 50. So I went and they're just like, no, you need to exercise a little bit more. So we're scared of what we don't know. And unless we just go out there and find out what we can as soon as possible, then we can make adjustments early and not really play catch up. And that's why we're suggesting folks, if you're kind of new to the show, or if you, even if you've been listening for years, uh, this new system that we've deployed out here is really working well. If you text the word income to 502-576-4800, you're going to receive a text from us that'll tell you, it'll have a secure link in it, but it'll also tell you, you know, to upload your analysis, this income analysis form, you'll fill that out. You'll upload it to a secure link back to us. And then we'll put you in contact with one of our advisors and actually sit down and go through this process with you. It's very painless. takes you a little bit of time, but I'm telling you, it's like Troy said, it may be something that you don't want to hear, but it could be something that's just very easy. And all you got to do is just start to do a little bit more of it. So text the word income to 502-576-4800. We'll get you started today. All right. So let's uh, talk about how these people that come into your office and they make a call. How do you diagnose the problems? How do you find out where they're, again, to go back to the metaphor, you know, being physically fit versus financially fit. How do you diagnose the financial ailments? Well, Troy and I were just talking about this uh, earlier this week. We've developed a white paper called Retirement Income Planning Checklist or the Retirement Income Planning Checklist. And it's got, I think there's 10 or 12 things in there that we will give to somebody when they come in and go through or start the process with us, that these are things that you just definitely need to check off. So it's really important to first understand what you're looking at going into retirement. It's a different ball game, folks, than it was just saving the money, getting ready or just putting it away while you're working because now you're not working. So in my opinion, I think what I would always have always tried to do is if I'm trying to accomplish something in my life, I'm going to look to somebody that's already accomplished that. I'm going to look to somebody that's already been down that road. And I want to make my journey a little bit more easy if I can and just follow them. We've literally helped people, help hundreds, if not thousands of people create their own retirement plans. So in my opinion, I think that if you're getting ready to enter this part of life, you need to have somebody help you, you know, at least identify the potholes that are out there. So again, you can text the word income to the 502-576-4800 and we'll get you started on that process and really help you understand what things you got to look out for and then what things may be in your favor that you've already taken care of. Well, we've spent the last, you've spent the last 20 or 30 years and I've been here for the last 10 or 12 developing the retirement 360 game plan process. And this is a process that our goal is to answer as many questions and bring up as many questions as possible. That's going to help you know when to turn on social security income. So when do you make that very important question to turn on social security income and what's your healthcare look like when you do retire? Do you have coverage through work? Do you have to get on Medicare or are you retiring early and do you need to get your own individual coverage? Then how much risk are you taking in retirement? This is one thing that a lot of people some people will carry the same risk when they're 40 years old all the way to almost retirement age, which is scary. The lucky thing until this year that we've been able to get is good markets over the past 10 years. So you've benefited from that tremendously, but now it's extremely volatile and we need to protect as much as possible so we can make sure this money lasts as long as possible. And it's also, how do you create an income plan? And one important thing I feel like a lot of advisors leave out is a trust and will 
Mm-hmm. Is your estate plan taken care of? So this is really all the subjects that we're covering with the retirement 360 game plan process. So we're not trying to walk you through all this today. Our main focus today is getting that income gap analysis started. That way we know if you're on track or you know if you're on track to a healthy retirement. Well, here's like worst case scenario. If a guy is worried about calling you guys and coming in with the financial advisor is he has in his mind when he wants to retire and he's going to sit down, y'all are going to crunch some numbers and y'all are going to tell him you're not ready to retire. Your investments, your assets are not going to be able to support your current lifestyle if you retire on your timeline and you're going to either have to make some adjustments now or push that date to later or maybe a little bit of both. And I think that's the worst case scenario that people are worried about when they call your office or really call any financial advisor is they just don't want to hear that bad news. Well, and I think, you know, you asked the question earlier is why do people procrastinate? And I think that's probably it is because they're potentially worried about maybe I didn't save enough. I got started late. My kids lived in the house longer than I thought they would or, you know, whatever the reason is. But if you don't know, you don't know. I mean, I think I would rather know now what that news is so I can correct course or not. I mean, there's an analogy that if a jet airplane takes off from New York City heading to Los Angeles and gets one degree off course at the start, by the time that they land, they'll land somewhere in uh, San Francisco or Oregon or something like that because it gets so far out of course. But what you're doing is you're constantly correcting as an airline pilot, they're constantly correcting as they fly to keep the plane on course. Same thing with your retirement plan. You want to stay on course, folks. And and the only way that you're going to do that is to really know. And we're not an advisory firm that's going to tell you what you want to hear. We're going to tell you what you need to hear. And that's the only way that we know how to do it. But the first step in that process is, as we've been talking about all day, is if you text the word income to 502-576-4800, we'll send you out our income gap analysis form. It's going to allow you to put some simple figures down on paper. It's got a lot of information on it, so it's going to make you think about some things as well as far as expenses go, and it's going to help you determine whether you actually have a gap that you have to solve for. Then we're going to ask you to upload that into a secure link, and we will set you down. We'll get that information. We'll put it together with some other pieces of the puzzle, and then we'll say, okay, here's the the retirement scorecard that we're, where we think you are. And that process in itself will truly give you more information than you probably have had from any other advisor or any other person you've dealt with. And I believe that whether you become a client or not, that'll set you on the path of a successful retirement. And that's what our goal is, is we want to help as many people as we can. If you become a client, that's great. If you don't, that's great too. But it's going to give you the opportunity to at least find out where you are on your path to retirement. So again, text the word income to 502-576-4800. We'll get you started today. All right, that's Alan Mercurio along with Troy Bolton. They're financial advisors at Mercurio Wealth Advisors, the website louisvillesretirementcoach.com. You're listening to Retirement 360. Quick, who's your favorite sports team? Okay, now imagine they're playing in the most important game of the year, the season's on the line type of game. Now you realize they don't have a game plan. They're just going to wing it. How do you think that's going to go? Probably not very well. Are you doing the same thing when it comes to retirement? Are you hoping things will go well? Well, hey, this is Tony Finetti for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Set yourself up for success by getting a retirement 360-degree game plan from Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. They'll help you think through your taxes, income, estate planning, and much, much more. When you're done, you'll have a customized retirement 360-degree game plan that you can be confident in. Schedule your visit now with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 502-383-5800. 502-383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. For your copy of the one-page income gap analysis, text the word INCOME to 502-576-4800 or text RETIRE to set up a visit to get the Retirement 360 scorecard, 502-576-4800. Welcome back. This is Retirement 360. I have Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Again, the website is louisvillesretirementcoach.com. 
I know there's more than one of them, but Louisville's retirementcoach.com, just a super easy website to remember. They get questions all day, every day, whether it's in the office, whether it's through the phone, email, social media, through the radio show. And what we do on the show every once in a while is we like to take some of these questions, type them out, print them, put them in a stack, and answer them on the show. We call it the mailbag segment, but it's really just a stack of printouts. Y'all ready to answer some of these questions, gentlemen? That would, that would sound <laughs> bad. Is the stack of printout show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Through the stack of printouts. Uh, number one, this is a short one. Alan, you'll go first. I started right. taking my Social Security as soon as I turned 62, which was two years ago. Was that a mistake? Should I have waited? You know, that's a very open-ended question, I guess. And so I'd have probably some follow-up questions to ask you if you're the one to send this in. But I guess the short answer is, is that I'm going to encourage people to do a lot of their planning prior to taking their social security. Because as we talked about before, once you start getting social security, it kind of limits how much income that you can generate elsewhere. Or you might be a subject to some thresholds that's going to cause you some additional tax or maybe cause there some, you know, Medicare premiums to go up and things like that. So as long as you take your social security at 62 and you don't plan on working any from 62 to age Whatever your full retirement is. Full retirement, 67 probably at this point. Or you can work up to a certain threshold. I think that's $19,000 a year or something like that, close. So you can make a little bit of income without affecting your Social Security. But you got to keep in mind, folks, if you take Social Security early, just because you, you can and you continue to work, you can end up giving probably half of it back mm -hmm. to the Social Security Administration because you're going to be penalized on, I think it's a dollar for every $2 that you make and that goes over to this threshold. So you just have to know what your goal is. Now, if you said, hey, I'm working to 62 and I'm not working a lick after that, then maybe it is. Maybe, and if you need the income. And you need the income, maybe um, that's the only answer. Maybe you haven't saved as much as you need in your retirement in your 401k, then yeah, you might need the income. So you definitely turn it on. The thing I would be, this is for everybody else out there. The thing I would be very cautious about is taking water cooler advice from your coworkers Good on point. when you should take social security. And this brings up, I was actually talking to my mom and she said she was talking to a coworker and they told her that age 65, she can start taking social security and make as much as she wants to. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, no, that's not right. Your full retirement 67. You can only make up to $20,000 without being penalized. And she started questioning it. So I sent her all the information, but you have to be very cautious. You have to do planning to know if it's best for you to take it at 62, but you also need to know what the rules are. And depending on your coworker is not the greatest source of information. You need to reach out to a qualified professional and discuss it and get the answers. That yeah. You need. I, just, I had a similar situation in the last couple of weeks where we were sitting around with some friends and the, uh, and this is kind of off subject. Sorry. But a friend said something about ask about a will or a trust and should they get a trust? And my answer to him was, and this is the way I answer everybody when they ask me a question, I said, if you love somebody and you own anything, then you probably ought to have a trust. And I know that's kind of opened into two, but you know, I truly feel that way. And long winded answer for a short question of, did I make a mistake taking it at 62? I mean, the thing that you the, you have to live with now is you can't go back. So uh, didn't you, they used if, to let you do an undo on that? Like you could give back the checks up to some certain point, like within one year, within one year, you can't. Yeah. Can you yeah. still do that? Yes. Yes. Okay. But you got to hold on to them checks. But not this person because they made a decision back. two years ago. Yeah. All right. Well, we got that one. Next question. All Go right. For it. Troy, I'm aiming at you first on this one. This one says, I admit that I'm a worrier and probably spend too much time fretting about financial matters. Can you tell me just a few things that I should be particularly concerned about as a single 62-year-old woman? I think I'll feel better if I can just worry about a few things instead of worrying about everything. That's a very good question. Just a few things to worry about. I wouldn't say worry about it, but plan for is to know what your income need is. We've discussed that a lot today and knowing exactly what type of income you need in retirement that way we can plan for it if you know how much you need in retirement that gives us an idea of how much you need to save if you're going to make those projections 
and then also it allows us to adjust it with inflation and keep up with that. That way, when we have these big inflation numbers like we do this year, that we can keep up with that type of income and those expenses that you're needing. That would be probably the biggest thing I would, like I said, not worry about, but just make sure you're planning for is knowing what your income need is. Yeah. And I I think I'm going to add in there that, because we have this happen, not all the time, but we have, have it happen enough that it needs to be mentioned is that somebody will come in and they'll go through a process. That's a a very well-defined process and proprietary process at that. And then they, they don't follow through on it or whatever, and that's fine. But then they come back a year later and they go want to go through the same process. And then they come back a year after that and they want to go through the same process. And the thing is, is if you go to the doctor and the doctor says you have a, an ailment or you have something that you need to do and you don't follow their prescription or their, their suggestion, you're just kind of wasting time. And obviously you have to have a certain amount of trust with the person that's telling you this. So if you're meeting with an advisor and you don't trust them, that's one thing. Certainly you don't want to do what they're telling you to do. We're a fiduciary firm. We have to tell you what's in your best interest. I think we've made a pretty good point today in just saying that, you know, we're going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. So, and again, you have to feel trust when you're talking to somebody but if they're telling you that you need to take Social Security at 62 or you need to wait to age 67 or if you need to do something else and you reduce your risk or whatever it is in your plan, then, you know, evaluate that and then act on it. Don't procrastinate. Yeah. And we do see especially a lot of single, not, not only just single women, but single men that have just procrastinate the heck out of this stuff and not do anything. And, or even analyze it too much. I mean, well, we get a lot of that, too. I want to kind of compare this to working with a personal trainer. I look in the mirror, maybe I get mad because I look overweight and stuff. And I go to this personal trainer, try to get their recommendation, what I should do. Well, quit eating chips at night, run, (laughs) lift weights, exercise, eat better. But if I don't want to do that and I want to sit there and eat chips and stay overweight, fluffy, then I'm hurting myself. So yes, you have to be willing to take advice. First step is meeting with somebody that's going to give you the advice. The second step is actually taking that advice and putting it into action. It can be tough sometimes, but really just making sure you're getting all the advice from a fiduciary advisor that really puts your concerns above their own. Well, Troy, I think Alan just called you fluffy, but next question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, This was kind of (laughs) a good segue there, James. Uh, This is a long one. Uh, So, Listen listen up. Someone loves typing, I guess. Uh, We never spent much money during our working years. And now that we've been retired for a couple of years, we're still not spending much. So it seems we're going to end up leaving a lot of money to our four kids. But I'm worried that some of the tax changes that they're talking about could really eat into what we want to leave the kids. What kind of planning do I need to be doing on this? Well, I mean, I think that the one thing that you want to realize right out of the gate is the worst money you can leave to your kids and this was really made uh, even more true just with the passage of the secure act thing is that you don't want to leave IRA money. You don't want to leave 401k money because they're going to pay their highest tax rate on that. And I'll, I'll always use this example. So I'll, I probably used it on the show before, but I'll say it again. Let's assume that you're 80 years old. Your kids are in their mid fifties or early sixties. You pass away. You've got a million dollars in your 401k with the new new tax laws, it says that, you know, you had to start taking your required minimum distributions at at 72. Let's say you did that, but you still got a million dollars in your 401k at that point. You pass away, your spouse is gone. Now your kids inherit that money. They have to take that money out over the next 10 years. There's no longer a stretch IRA where they could stretch it over their lifetime or anything like that. So they're going to have to take it over the next 10 years. Well, let's look at their life. They're 60 years old. Their kids are out of the house. Their house is paid for. All their deductions are gone. They're probably earning more money than they've ever made in their life, more disposable income. And now all of a sudden, there's a million dollars in their future that they're going to take out over the next 10 years. So another $100,000 a year that they're going to take out and add to their income. That's a tax nightmare waiting to happen. So you don't want to, if you've in this position where you've saved this money, now it's a time to do some strategic planning 
figure out how to, to pass that on to them tax-free. We can talk you through that, that you may not be able to get it all to them tax-free, but you'll be able to get a significant amount to them tax-free, or at least, you know, change the game around a little bit. So that uncle Sam's not going to be the primary beneficiary. Yeah. The earlier you start, the better it is with the Roth planning and trying to get your pre-tax money to tax-free. All right. Let me squeeze one more in here on the mailbag segment, guys. This one's a little shorter. It says, my mom and dad both need nursing home care in their later years, so I'm really worried about needing it myself. I'm 63, and long-term care insurance seems really expensive at this age, but should I go ahead and get it for my peace of mind, if nothing else? Yes. Well, <laughs> sure, right, That's the end of the show. Thanks, Troy. Can you afford not to have it? I mean, when we look at average prices here in Louisville, you're paying anywhere from five to six grand a month. So, Yeah. Long-term care can be expensive. There are some very good plans out there that combine long-term care with life insurance. So it's not really if you either use it or lose it type of plans anymore. You can combine it with life insurance. That way, if you need it, you can use it. But if you don't need it and you pass away, it goes to beneficiary. So yeah, that's kind of sarcastic that it's just a quick answer. Yes. But most people out there can't afford not to because with the average savings, a nursing home is going to deplete your portfolio all the way down to what $2,000 before yeah. Medicaid kicks in. And, and you're not going to have anything to leave anybody at that point. Yeah. And bottom line, folks, all the questions that we're answering today on the mailbag and we answer every week on the mailbag really can be answered by going through a process, going through a proprietary process that we've developed over the last several years. And it all starts with what we call the income gap analysis. Text the word income to 502-576-4800. What we're going to do is we're going to send you a form or you're going to fill that out with some information that you've got about your income coming in, your expenses going out. You'll upload that to a secure system along with a few other documents. We'll put together a, a startup plan or it's what's called the Retirement 360 Scorecard and show you exactly where you are on your path to retirement. And that's going to answer a lot of these questions for you. So again, text the word income to 502-576-4800 and we'll get you started today. All right. That's Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton of Mercurio Wealth Advisors. I'm James Parker. This has been Retirement 360. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any client experiences discussed during the show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any governmental agency and does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Kentucky and Indiana.